In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Happy New Year! The first Sunday of Advent is the first day of the church new year. And we're there. We're here. And I wanted to talk to you today about Advent, but first I want to remind you of what we celebrated last Sunday when we were here. We celebrated Christ the King Sunday. When we look at Christ's kingdom and we celebrate Christ as the as the king that is here and the king that is coming. And Father Michael spoke about how it's kind of like birth pangs. Even though Christ is here, this coming kingdom that we pray for is like birth pangs, and it can be painful because there's wars and there's, there's difficulty, and, and we live in this time that isn't what we would hope it would be all of the time. We live with distress, and we live with worry, and we live with terrorism, and we live with the things that disrupt our lives and and cause us to feel unsettled. And yet Jesus speaks peace into that as the king, as Christ the king. And then we celebrate today the start of Advent, and our scriptures talk about the time of Christ coming as both a baby as, as the new and expected Messiah that finally comes to the world. And then especially our passages today talk about his return when he comes the second time. And in, during Advent and during all of our lives, we're in that in-between place. There's the birth of Christ and Christ's return. And we live right in the middle of those two time continuums. We know that Christ has already been born, and part of what we do during Advent as we're preparing our hearts for the Christ child is we relive those moments, and we relive those moments leading up to the birth of Jesus. But we also are reminded in the scriptures of that second coming when he returns in glory and majesty, and scripture talks about all these signs that are going to happen. And the people of Thessalonica, from our passage that Kurt read, they, that's the first book that was written in the Bible historically in the, in the New Testament. It was the first book historically that was written. And they expected Jesus to return in their lifetimes. So as you read that book, there's this urgency. And there's this, got to get ready, got to be ready, because he's going to come any minute and won't it be great. And yeah, won't it be great? But we live in this time continuum where we're right in the middle. Or at least we think we are. We might be near the end. Who knows? But we're in the already. Jesus has come as baby, as Messiah. And the not yet. He's going to come back. But the central theme of Advent is Jesus is coming. He's coming. So how do we... Prepare for his coming. That's the question I want us to look at today. How do we get ready for Jesus? How do we prepare our lives, our hearts, our our homes, our attitudes? How do we prepare for him to be with us? How do we prepare ourselves to be with him? 
Steve and I, when we, um, in 2013, in October, we walked a portion of the Camino de Santiago de Compostela, the Way of St. James. It's an historic pilgrimage route that begins in different places in parts of Europe. The traditional route is the Camino Frances. It starts in a small port town in France. And the first day, you go over the Pyrenees. And before you're done with your first day, you're in Spain. And then you go across the northern portion of Spain and arrive in Camino de Santiago de Compostela, which is the town where a cathedral is. It's the second largest cathedral in Europe, and it's where the remains of St. James the Apostles are. So this has been an historic pilgrimage journey that thousands and thousands and thousands of Christians have taken over the centuries. And, And people like Charlemagne took it, and different popes have taken it, and the everyday peasants would walk it, And the modern-day peasants would walk it. And we were some of those modern-day peasants, were peregrinos, pilgrims that walked on the way. It takes from France, from that one location in France, it takes a minimum of 30 days to walk over 500 miles. Most people allow 35 to 45 days to do the walk. Dave and I didn't have the time where we could do the whole thing, although I wish we could and we'd love to do it at some point. But we started in a town called Saria, which was um, about 80 kilometers or so outside of Camino de Santiago de Compostela. No, 120 kilometers, 80 miles. So we started there with our three friends, and we walked for six days, averaging 13 to 18 miles a day. And we carried our own packs. Pilgrims traditionally carry their own backpacks. And in the packs, we carried everything we needed for each day and a change of clothes. So during this this pilgrimage, we learned, and in preparing for this pilgrimage, we learned some really important lessons. And these three lessons, these three things, are the things that I want us to think about as we prepare the way of the Lord during the Advent season and maybe beyond the Advent season. So the first of the three lessons that we learned that were really important, the first one was to pack light. When you're walking 13 to 18 miles a day, if you carry too much stuff in your pack, you're going to be in a world of hurt. And every book that, that I read, I did most of the reading for the group, the group of five that went. I did most of the research and reading, and every single one cautioned the pilgrim, the peregrino, to be sure you pack light, that you need the clothes that you wear and one, count them, one change of clothes. And then you need a lightweight fleece and a lightweight jacket and a couple extra pairs of socks. And you need to carry very small things of uh, toiletries. And you need to carry um, water and maybe a couple of light snacks. 
Now the water alone, because we carried a, what's called a bladder in our backpack, which holds water and has a long straw that you drink out of, so you don't have to constantly be pulling out a bottle. That bladder weighed six pounds when we started each day. It was great when we drank because then it weighed less. But when all was said and done, my pack weighed about 20 pounds because I was carrying some extra medicines for Dave and some extra things that we needed to have with us. Um, And Dave's weighed about 18. They say that you shouldn't carry more than 10% of your body weight. And I don't weigh 200 pounds. Thanks be to God. So, so I was carrying a little bit of extra weight. And I did fine, but the idea is that you pack light because you don't need a lot, and you're going to regret if you decide to take your iPad and your favorite conditioner and a blow dryer. And, you know, It can get kind of heavy. So pack light. That's the first principle when you are a pilgrim, when you're walking the way. The second principle is to follow the flechas amarillo, the flecha amarillos, the yellow arrows. And I brought in a couple samples. There's all kinds, but these are kind of what they look like. You'll find them on buildings. You'll, this one in my right hand is a way marker. You'll find them on the ground. When we were in a rural area, we came across one that was painted on a trash can, just a a mobile trash can. And we were kind of concerned that someone might have pranked us and turned it the wrong way. But we followed it, and we discovered that they hadn't. And further along, we watched very carefully to make sure there was another yellow arrow because we didn't want to go the wrong direction. You can walk miles and miles off the way if you don't pay attention to the way markers, to the flecha amarillo. So pay attention to the markers. That's the second principle. So you don't lose your way. And the third principle is to stay in the moment. Now when we walked along, we had purposed Dave and myself and our three friends, we'd purposed to not be in a hurry. We knew we had six days to walk our 80-something miles, but, and we knew roughly how far we had to go each day, but we decided that it wasn't a race. I had read a book called The Way is Made by Walking, and that's the kind of philosophy we wanted to have on this pilgrimage. We didn't want to be in a hurry. Mind you, there were people that were in a hurry. It was incredible to us, these people that were up before dawn, zipping past us, and it was like a race. I don't know if they were worried that they wouldn't have a place to stay that night or whether it was a competition for them, but we didn't want to do that. We wanted to stay in the moment to notice the things about us, to appreciate the incredible scenery, to appreciate the road that we were walking on that was so historic and had been the path of so many faithful Christian pilgrims headed to this holy site. And so we were really intentional about taking our time, not worrying about whether there would be accommodation for us. 
You see, as pilgrims, you don't, most pilgrims don't make hotel reservations. There's these places called albergues, and they're reserved specifically for people that are walking the Camino. If you're a tourist and you drive up in your car and want to stay there, they won't let you. You have to be a pilgrim to stay in them. And sometimes they fill up. So then you have to find another one as you walk along. And that causes, in some people, panic because they don't want to be without a place to stay. But we'd made this decision that we were going to take our time, that we were going to appreciate the moments. So how does this, these three principles for a pilgrim on the Camino apply to Advent? I think they apply beautifully not just to Advent, but to our spiritual walk with God. The first principle to pack light. We all carry burdens. We all carry pain. We all carry worry. We carry resentments. We carry guilt. We carry grudges. We carry heartache. We carry disappointment. One of the best things that we can do spiritually is to give up the thing that is weighing us down, is to let it go. Not surprisingly, as you walk along the Camino and you stop at albergues, there's always a free box in every albergue because people who were carrying too much decide, I don't want that thing anymore, and they stick it in the box. And if you come along and decide you want that or you need that, you can take it. We can do that spiritually. We can, we can get rid of some of our junk, some of the stuff that's non-essential, some of the things that are weighing us down. So the first principle in the season of Advent is you walk in this in-between time, pack light, get rid of some of that stuff. The second principle, follow the way markers. We have all kinds of way markers spiritually. In Advent, I mean, we did one just a few minutes ago, lighting the Advent candle. That's a way marker that keeps us focused on where we're headed. We're headed towards celebrating Christ's birth. Follow the way markers. Follow the things that remind you that God is with you, that God is present, that he's walking right along with you. Follow them, and you won't get lost. And if you do get lost, you just have to look for the way markers again. Keep your eyes peeled for the blessings, for the evidence of God working in your lives and the lives of those around you. Follow your flecha amarillos. And the last one to stay in the moment. There was this... um, uh, cafe bar. They're all cafe bars on the Camino. And so when you get to a place to eat lunch, you the meals are pretty typical. They have peregrino meals, which are inexpensive. And you can, you can order from their menu or you can order, order from the full menu. But in this one cafe that when we walked, we kind of, it was on the crest of a hill, we walked up this hill and it proclaimed on the front that it was the best cafe in, on all of the Camino. And it was the only one within sight for many miles. So we said, we're stopping here. So we went in, and all over the walls, 
all over the tables, all over the floor, all over the ceilings was handwritten graffiti, and they provided the Sharpie markers to do it. And so there were all these, like, you know, John from, John from Afghanistan was here, and, you know, all these different things. But there were also little kind of proverbs written. And our favorite was, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. Stay in the moment. Stay in the moment. Enjoy the journey between the already and the not yet. We don't need to worry about when we get there. We'll get there. Stay in the moment. Pack light, follow the way markers, and stay in the moment. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.